Welcome to the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey, everyone. We're so glad that you have joined us today. I know we've had a wonderful week. It's been a good week, hasn't it? Has, it has, yep. Yeah, and I think, you know, as I look back at this week, one of the things that really stands out to me, and I haven't mentioned this yet, I am actually in a Wednesday morning guys group. We study the Bible, we talk about life, we talk about struggles and frustrations and things that we're winning at. And we just have an absolute blast. And this Wednesday, we got together. And again, it was just phenomenal. And we're actually going over Bob Goff's new book, Dream Big. Such a good book. A great study. We're super big advocates of connect groups because we just believe that they're powerful and it's a fun way to get to know people, but then just talk about the Bible with people oh, as well. Groups are the best. If you're not in one, make sure you join <laughs> get one. Into I highly, a group. highly recommend them. Yeah, and I'm thinking about, you know, this last week as well, Don, something kind of fun happened to us. Somebody sent us a thank you card, and in there they included an axe throwing event where you and I yes. can go out on a date. Yep. And throw throw axes. I think, I think you call it axes. I'm not sure. But we will throw an axe and go out to eat and have fun and enjoy ourselves. And that is just such oh. a cool <laughs> gift. I, I was blown away. Yeah. And it's not just for us. It's for four. So we can oh, I didn't know that. two oh, other wow. people with us. Oh, yep. my gosh. I'm How fun is that? super excited for that? a fun day. That is going to be a blast. And you know what's really cool, too, Don, is we still need to go indoor skydiving. Yes, we have that. Somebody had gotten gotten us that gift certificate so we are about to have oh. an absolute blast yeah life's been kind of busy lately so now once it's slowing down we can actually go do these fun things yeah and as you can tell those of you that are listening we love to have fun we love to do things and enjoy ourselves and so uh, these are going to be some really great events well in today's podcast we're going to talk about a not so fun topic we're going to talk about cleaning toilets and doing dishes like, not a great topic. Not a great topic. <laughs> actually, we're not actually going to focus on those things, but on shared responsibilities. Uh, I had recently talked to two different ladies who are extremely frustrated with their husbands, and they weren't sure what to do, so they asked me my advice. The problem is, is that they're getting really bitter and hardened because they are doing absolutely everything around the house. They're doing all the cleaning, all the cooking. Wow. They're taking care of their kids, but... Both of these ladies work full-time jobs as well. That's a heavy load, you know, Huge taking care load. of everything at home and working a full-time yep. job. So wow. Both are actually angry. They're bitter. And it's affecting their love for their spouses. Why? Because they say it's just not fair. They can't get over it. You know, like why, are, you know, is their husband not helping them? And I, I must say, I agree with them. It's not fair. It doesn't seem yeah, fair. It doesn't seem fair at all, actually. There was another couple that we know that were having some marital issues kind of along the same lines. And it had to do with this wife was a stay-at-home mom and they had, you know, a couple kids and the husband worked all day. But the wife, by the time the husband got home at 5.30, she would literally just hand over the kids and be like <laughs> on vacation the rest of the night and wouldn't help her husband out at all. Like he had full responsibility. So here he worked a full-time job all day, right? but then had complete responsibility to the kids because she said it was her time off. And I know that caused a lot of frustration yeah. and friction in their marriage. And it was as if she was just dumping the kids on him as if he had been out playing all day long. Yeah. And the spirit of it, you know, it'd be one thing, hey, I need a break for an hour or two. But it was like you said, Don, the impression was, look, I've been a parent all day. Now you get them for four or five hours. Yeah. And it was really not a great way to nurture your marriage. Yes. Really difficult. 
Well, unfortunately, there has been a lot of conflict due to shared responsibilities, cooking and cleaning and just household stuff, because why? It just takes extra time. Um, I know I, we were talking to someone once, and this is what he said. I always help my wife out with housework, such as washing the dishes and doing the laundry. She washes them, and I let them dry. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. I mean, I mean, we don't have to dry you know, your clothes, and you have to dry the dishes, but, so it's just a joke. But that's kind of how some people look at life. Like, but you do have to yes. dry your clothes, by the way. Well, in a dryer. Yeah. In a dryer, but not like you just work. True, but you, you, were, you were about to say, sorry, so, that's yeah, how some no, people look okay. at life. Yeah, that's how some people look at marriages. Like they feel like they're doing more and they don't have to do anymore. And really, you have these responsibilities that have to be done. Yeah. Well, and I, I would say include the kids. I mean, yes. that's part of what we were talking about in the last example is certainly the housework, but the kids, everything, splitting it all, right? I know, Travis, you and I are Gen Xers, right? We like, are. That's just the, we know how we grew up. You the know? forgotten yes. generation. <laughs> they say the forgotten generation. The Gen X, what? Who are they? What? But because of that, we have seen many changes in marriage, especially in the area of stereotypical gender roles. I know for me, my grandma on my mom's side never worked a job. She didn't even have a driver's license until my grandfather had some medical issues and insisted that she learn to drive. She took full responsibility of their house and the kids and the cooking while my grandfather worked full time to provide for his family. Then my parents, there were kind of a little mix of this. My mom worked part-time outside of the home, but she still took responsibility of the house, the cooking, and the kids while my dad worked full-time. I really remember my dad doing the dishes while I was growing up or cooking, and especially he never really cleaned the house. That's not something that I saw growing up. So Travis, how about you? What did this look like for you and your family? Yeah, I think what we're trying to get at, what you're saying, Don, is it has changed. It's mm -hmm. crazy how much uh, gender roles, and especially in marriage, has changed. I know my grandfather, he worked full time and so did uh, his wife, my step grandmother, if that's a thing. And my step grandmother, she worked full time until she met my grandfather and then she didn't work for the rest <laughs> of her life. Uh, and same thing. I, I think she had a driver's license, but I don't think she drove after that. Right. Literally. Now, my mom, my parents were a bit different. My mom stayed home most of my life, but then worked on and off a few times. She then eventually went to work full time as we got older and stayed full time her whole life and had her own career. So for us, we, we kind of had a mix. We did. Yep. Yeah. It, Don, you were able to stay at home when the kids were young and then went back to work when our kids went to school. And I have always worked full time. And again, we're just painting that picture right. because literally the last three generations, including us, it's changed a lot. It has. In the beginning of our marriage, when the kids were young, because you, Don, were at home, you pretty much took care of the house, cleaning and cooking, because really, out of practicality, I mean, you were home all day and had the ability to do that. And something, just, something that I wanted to do, because I'm like, well, I can just do this during the day, and we could have the time off together yeah, at night. Yeah, time's sake. Right. Yeah, it gave us the whole night off together. Well, at home, you also took care of the kids, and you did the laundry, you did so many things. And when I got home from work, and on the weekends, we shared the responsibility of taking yeah, care of the did. kids. It yeah. was like 
50-50 split. And yep, I, I have, just didn't hand them over to you, and you just didn't make me continue to watch the kids. On I know. Either, it yeah. wasn't either direction. It was right. a really nice balance. And I've always helped with cleaning after up after meals and picking up after myself. And I think for you and I, Don, this has worked really well. You loved your portion, and I have loved my portion. We've agreed on this, but also knew that we would help each other out whenever we could. Fast forward to today, and we are now living in a time where most families' makeup consists of both the husband and wife working outside of the home. I know you and I have had conversations about how really tough it is for couples in our world today. I mean, both the husband and the wife are gone from the home between eight and 10 hours a day. Being gone all day doesn't allow either person the ability or time to take care of the basic day-to-day responsibilities that life throws at all of us. I agree, yep. So what happens when couples don't work together? What is the result when they're not sharing the responsibility of the kids? They're not sharing the responsibility, especially of the household chores. What happens? It's stress. I mean, think of the mental load, the ladies that you talked about earlier, the two ladies, but also that guy who would come home from work and the mental stress here. He's worked all day and now he's, you know, needs to be the single parent all night long and stress. We need to remember is one of the greatest killers of romantic love in a relationship. When you look at a relationship and all you feel is stress or all you feel is responsibility, it's like, oh, I don't really have much feelings for you anymore. So the one doing the majority of the work, really what we're trying to say starts to feel like a servant. They get bitter, they get frustrated. Their love wanes. Yeah, they're they're a servant yep. and their spouse has become their master. And that is not a great relationship. That's not a way the way the marriage should be. So here is just a short list of chores or basic responsibilities, things that we would be talking about. Dishes, taking out the garbage, laundry, bathroom, sweeping, vacuuming, mowing, shoveling or snow blowing, cooking, changing the sheets, sweeping, mopping, dusting, and taking care of the finances, paying the bills. Yeah. Now, if you have kids in the home, then you add even more to that list, such as diapers, changing, feeding, bathing, and the list goes on and on. Think of all the activities that kids have. I mean, there's so many. It's crazy. There is a huge list of responsibilities that we have just every, you know, day to day to have your house run smooth to survive. These are things we must do. These responsibilities have to get done. And if they don't get done, there's going to be a ton of conflict and your home truly just won't run smoothly because there are so many responsibilities that each take time. You know, each of those things, you know, I think you're going to do something quickly. It usually takes a little bit longer than you think to expect one spouse to do them all simply is just not fair. And it can put a huge burden on that person. The bottom line is we need to help each other. Travis, I love that you are super willing to help me and I know that I'm super willing to help you, but we need to help each we other. We do. Like tonight, yep. I cooked the entire yes, meal, right? That. Like yes. I had side dishes. I had actually cooked the main dish for several, I think it took me like three hours. I mean, we share the responsibility. And it was great because the minute that we got done eating, we cleared the table together. We cleaned up the kitchen. Um, but I appreciated that you cooked. I had cooked the last five days. And so it was so nice to come home to a cooked meal. Yeah, we're a team. Right. The Bible even talks about this team. You know, in Galatians 6, 2, it says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Wow. You know what? You know what just popped in my mind? Literally, in this moment, as you read that, Donna, it, I literally just 
you and I, we go hiking all the time. We go for long, long uh, runs and walks. And I just like had this picture of you hiking up a mountain like in Colorado or in Europe and you're carrying this heavy backpack. And I just walk up after like five miles of you carrying that heavy backpack and I pick it up off you. And from then on, it's like you could run. Right. Like yes. that burden is oh. gone. That backpack and all that weight and everything you've been carrying – it's gone. And that that's really kind of the picture of what we're talking oh, about great. Yep. when it comes to housework or the responsibilities with the kids. I'm just going to reach over and help pick those up. So what does it mean to bear one another's burdens like this verse says in Galatians? Well, according to BibleStudyTools.com, the word to bear in the Greek means to take up or carry away. The word burden can also mean weight. So when you consider this verse in its context, it means we should be taking up or carrying away the weights that others are carrying. And this includes the weights of our spouse, it the does. things that they're yeah. carrying. It's just so helpful, isn't right. it? And it's that team concept. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. We would also love to hear from you. So feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. From this, if your spouse is carrying all of the weight and responsibilities of the home, then we need to stop and take up or carry away some of those responsibilities. I know there's a story of a gentleman who they were having conflict in their marriage and the wife was just frustrated because he kept throwing his socks on the floor. He <laughs> never put the dishes you know, in the sink or on the dishwasher and he waited way too long to mow the yard. Well, she nagged for a while, but you know what? Eventually, she decided that she needed to just change her concept yeah. of this whole thing. She Doesn't didn't work. want to have ongoing conflict anymore. So she decided that every time he did something good, that she would reward him with something positive. So if he picked up his socks, she would quickly you know, make him a meal. Or if he you know, mowed the lawn, she would quickly run over there and rub his back. Well, this response, this positive response went so well in their marriage that after two weeks, he didn't throw his socks on the floor anymore. He remembered to put his dishes in the dishwasher and he mowed the lawn on time. Well, everything was going so well in the marriage until after two weeks, his wife finally told him that she had been using dog obedience technique <laughs> skills on him. You I know, love that. And it worked. But the worst part was, is that she caught it all on video and she had submitted it to the local TV station. That's crazy. So hey, Don, <laughs> what are you using on me? Yeah. I gotta ask. I mean, what kind of techniques? And no. she used dog obedience techniques. Please do not use lizard no. obedience <laughs> techniques on me. I gotta know what's going on in my own. We're not suggesting that you use dog obedience techniques on your spouse, but we are suggesting that you just use encouragement and positive affirmation when your spouse does something well instead of complaining. Yeah. Like notice, take notice of what they're doing. Oh, it's like a reward when somebody notices what you're doing and then they encourage you or compliment you. It's like, oh, that feels good. It right. makes me want to do it again. 
So we all have these glaring problems in our marriages. What is it? The dishes aren't going to go away. Never. The laundry. Oh my gosh. The laundry keeps piling up. The grass keeps growing. The grass, it's green, but <laughs> yes. it just grows all the way up to your knees. The dust and keeps, you know, piling up. Dust bunnies. Yes. I found a couple the other day under our bed. It's like, where does this and stuff super clean. come from? Yeah. What oh. is going on? Well, guys, here's the thing. We want to help you to to be able to develop peace and to resolve conflict over shared responsibilities, over the work in the home. Over these things that are unavoidable. We have to deal with these. Yes. So what can you do in your marriage? Well, number one, realize and admit that you both are equally responsible for these things. And the key word there is equally. Right equally responsible. That is so important. Marriage uh, is not 50-50. We think that it is sometimes. We talk about 50-50 splits, but the reality is divorce is 50-50. Right. Everybody tries to split things and go separate ways, but marriage is 100-100. That's what makes it successful. It isn't dividing everything in half, but giving everything that you have got. I love that you point that out because again, divorce is 50-50. You split things up, but marriage is giving everything that you got. That's why it needs to be 100-100. That's key. And that's di- vital. And divorce is death. It's right. it, it, you know I don't say that to condemn anybody that's been divorced at all, but it, it is the killing of a dream, or it's the I should say the dying or the death of a dream, and so it is a splitting. But you know I just want to talk to the guys, those of you men that are listening right now. If your wife is doing a ton to keep everything clean and running smooth, yet you are making fifty percent of the mess. Guys, let me tell you something. It just isn't fair for you not to be pulling your share of the workload. Jesus wants us to serve our wives and to be willing to lay down our lives for them. And one way, Don, that I can lay down my life for you is to be a servant and to jump out there and mow the lawn and to do the dishes and help with the laundry before you ever even think about any of those things. I think it's just so important that we can admit that Both of us are equally responsible for all of these things. Equally responsible. Number two, create a list together of daily, weekly, and monthly chores. That list is so important. Like you said, Don, our house is very, very clean. And the reason why is because we have a list and we have a schedule and we follow that schedule. But timing is important too. Not just having the list, but I I think managing expectations. You're not going to get angry at me for something I would do monthly if it's still three weeks away. And so knowing that timing. So when or how often does each task need to get done? Clarify that. I think it's fun to write down a list because then you realize how much you really have to do (laughs) and how much really needs to be done. Well, you might And then you can check those things off as you go. You might need some Kleenex because you're (laughs) probably going to be crying after you see that list. list. You need to be a team. You need to work together. Number three, pick your preferences. I think this is my favorite tip right here, Don. Here's why. Because I love cleaning bathrooms. I've said this before, I think, on our podcast. But yeah, I I absolutely love a clean bathroom. And so it's my pleasure. It's my honor to scrub out the bathtub or to scrub down the toilet. It's some of the grossest work. (laughs) I get it. But I absolutely love it because then I know it's so so clean. And now I love doing the dishes. Like usually when we divide up the chores, you take the bathroom and I take the kitchen. Cause why? Cause I like doing dishes. I like having the warm water going over my hands and I like wiping down the kitchen. I like wiping down every of the, you know, appliances and the countertops. It's just something that I like to do. And I know Travis, you enjoy mowing and snow blowing and I enjoy cooking. So these are natural preferences that we have. I love to cook. I could cook every day. 
Yeah, and do we divert from these things? Of course, yes. absolutely. Sometimes like you, tonight, you you made supper. <laughs> I did, and it it took me like two three hours, but I was happy to do it, and it was fun. So there have been times I remember Don where you've actually took care of the lawn. I think yep. for a year or two, <laughs> literally, because I was working a full time job and finishing my master's degree. Yeah, but something we had agreed to because I had more time and you didn't have enough time, so I would mow the lawn. Yeah, and that helped so much. And again, we were a team Team. And so I, having that in my memory and having those deposits in my heart, those love deposits that you have done, you know, on behalf of our home, on behalf of our marriage, man, that's made a huge difference. The fourth thing, a tip that we want to give you guys is divide up the remaining tasks or take turns with them if it's something that you really can't stand yeah. <laughs> doing. I got to be honest with you. I love looking through clean windows. My least favorite job is washing windows. So taking turns or, you know, one way or another, figuring something out. I know. Yeah. Don't let it be a burden to just one person. My least favorite job is putting laundry away. Like I don't mind washing and folding it, but putting it away. The next one, number five, always be willing to help out even if it's not your turn or what you agreed to. I think this especially applies to when someone cooks the meal. You know, I want to jump up, clean the table, put everything away, and then do the dishes. If I figure if I had the pleasure of eating, then they should have that pleasure of not cleaning up. I know that's something that even we try to instill in our kids too. Like they get to eat, now you get to help clean up. Right, and you did that tonight. Uh, I cooked, but you yep. cleaned everything up with me. And that was just so awesome. And the last one we would say, probably the most important part is not taking your spouse for granted. How, what would we call that? We'd call that gratitude. Oh, it's huge. Appreciate each other's time, energy, and effort that they give to complete those tasks, to be that faithful team member, oh, you yeah. know, in the marriage and in the household. Be grateful that you have someone to split these responsibilities with and that you don't have to do them all alone. Somebody once said, a person who feels appreciated will always do more than expected. Oh, that's true. I (laughs) can't agree with that more. I think it's really important too when our house is like a mess or we're running out of time. It is so nice to know that I don't have to do it alone. Like I am so grateful that there's two of us. I mean, how many projects have we done together in just half the time because there was two of us? Yeah. Every now and then you and I will kind of reward each other. You'll be at work and come home and I have cleaned the house top to bottom. Right. But it took me like two, two and a half hours. But I know, Don, when you and I do it together, it's like 45 minutes to an hour. Somehow it goes way faster. It's so much better to share that burden to do it together. Even making the bed with two people is so much easier than just one. It really is. The reality is, is that when two people, a husband and wife work as a team, they can accomplish almost anything together. They can also be uber efficient and work really well, almost like a well-oiled machine accomplishing many, many tasks. I think it's fun when each spouse takes responsibility for what not only their portion is, but for 100% of the household. Everything runs so much smoother when they do. I think of all the projects, Don, that you and I have completed together that went so fast and so well because we worked together as a team, not just household chores, but I think of last fall, you know, you and I, we went and stripped and scraped the deck and then painted it and we knocked it out like two days, three days. We have two decks that 
was would have huge taken a long decks. time with just one person. It would have taken oh. me like a week and a half, two weeks. And it went so fast when we worked as a team. I think of all the renos and all the house projects. I, I, we tiled a shower. Yep. So many things we've done. And it's just worked so well as a team. Well, we're not going to get rid of the dishes, right? We're not going to get rid of the laundry. As long as you know we're living, we have to eat. So these shared responsibilities won't go away. So here's a quick recap to how to develop peace and resolve conflict over shared responsibilities. First, just admit you are both equally responsible. Next, create a list and then pick out your preferences. What do you prefer to do? Divide up the rest of the list and take turns with the worst ones. Next, be willing to help out even if that wasn't the part that you chose. And lastly, have gratitude for what your spouse is doing and that you actually have not just one person working on it, but there's two of you. Yeah. And this really, this is a great list. Great tips, Don, that you and I need to apply. But honestly, to be able to have a husband and wife be on the same page and to not feel that stress, to not allow the household burdens to be that, you know, stressful thing that kills the romantic love. Right. Well, guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. It's always great to have you with us. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.